Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include the shifting origination environment, my interview with Candor CEO Tom Showalter on how automation is helping borrowers compete with cash buyers, and what housing starts and building permits are saying about the housing market. Happy 420. Tomorrow, by the way, is Happy Surprise Drug Test Day. Another day, another layoff story from Better.com. The human tragedy in Ukraine continues, but the world financial markets seem to be concentrated on the mounting inflation numbers. Our Federal Reserve is viewed as playing catch-up, and we are reminded of its mandate of maximum employment, stable prices, and moderate long-term interest rates. At the NBA and Stratmore Peer Group Roundtable meetings in Atlanta, much of the conversation revolves around bank and non-bank lending. Banks and credit unions are interested in shifting to HELOCs, construction lending issues, and more portfolio lending due to excess cash and deposits, all the while trying to keep trained staff on board. For independent mortgage bankers, the attention is on reducing costs, adjusting staff levels, and how to work pre-approvals and enable cash buyers. Indeed, independent mortgage banks need to hunker down to outlast their competitors. The human element of that is clear. And as a reminder, those displaced can always post their resumes for free on LenderNews.com, and potential employers can view them for a nominal fee. For the links to all those stories, visit RobChrisman.com. Today's podcast is presented by Candor, AI that puts your underwriting on autopilot. As the only autonomous intelligence in mortgage technology, only Candor's loan engineering system can make complex underwriting decisions with zero human assist. Candor automates both tasks and intellect. Speaking of which, for today's interview, I wanted to welcome back onto the show Candor CEO Tom Showalter to discuss how Candor is helping borrowers compete with cash buyers. How far forward can underwriting happen and be meaningful? That's mostly defined by the borrower. When the borrower's at a point when he or she thinks they're going real estate shopping uh, and they want to be a competitive buyer, then that's the point at which you can now start start the process. So it's a borrower's state of mind. I like that. That's a good little slogan. It's a borrower's state of mind. But when it comes to competing with all cash buyers, how is Candor helping lenders? Sure. Sure. So right now, if you're, if you're a, a typical buyer where you have a small amount of down payment, say five or 10% at the most, and, and you're going up against buyers and there's tremendous competition to buy a property, you're competing with people who can promise the seller an all cash deal. They can promise the seller that they will have no terms or contingencies. And so if the seller, and they also can waive the appraisal. So with all of that going forward, what the seller is left to choose from in the typical sale is a few all cash buyers who are paying full full list or more or people that have to go out and establish a contingency and say, I can buy your property given that I get financing. And so that particular kind of buyer, the buyer that's the typical buyer of yesteryear, uh, someone who needs to get a loan, uh, that buyer is no longer competitive in the property purchase market. Uh, the competitive player is the is the person who's got a lot of cash, usually from the sale of another property, 
and they want to apply it to a new property immediately, and they're willing to overpay. And they can basically have the smoothest, slickest deal in town. And sellers can look at a secure sale at at 100% list or greater with a buyer that has absolutely no question marks. And so the, the typical traditional buyer that would have to go and get a loan and go through a lengthy 30, 60 day process to qualify for a loan and get funded and so forth. That particular kind of buyer is much less attractive to the sellers today because they'll postpone the sale by 60 days. Uh, There is a chance that the the buyer can't get financing. And so there's a fair amount of deal risk and, and, uh, and it's just a, a cleaner case for the seller to go with the buyer that has the cash now. Where candor comes in is that we have, because we can have the, the underwriter in a bottle, so to speak, we've got this fully automated underwriter that can move anywhere in the process. You could, you could position that underwriter next to a traditional buyer and you could give him the underwrite necessary to determine just how much this borrower can go borrow. So if you can sit there and say, okay, this person could be qualified for $410,000 loan. So that would enable them with the proper paperwork from the lender to go and compete with an all cash buyer by saying, in effect, I'm all cash too, because I have a a pre-underwrite that is very authoritative that will enable me to close in a heartbeat and get thing, everything done because I've got the lender on board before I, I even went and talked to you. So that's kind of like how it works. And and just to, to be clear here, in addition to providing this approval, a lot of lenders don't want to spend the money to have an underwriter work on a loan you know, that early in the process. But you're saying candor is actually moving up the approval in the process to take some of the headache away from underwriting? <laughs> There's that. And plus, in terms of time, this pre-approval process happens almost totally online. And and it's an underwrite from from a manual underwrite takes hours, if not days. And when you have have a a capability like a candor, this this pre-approval underwrite can take a matter of minutes. So that enables someone in an online mode to supply some documentation, get it consumed and get it adjudicated in the underwrite and, and have the result being that you are qualified to borrow $410,000. And this is a certificate from the lender that says that that's all good. But that's because there has been an authoritative pre-underwrite, which means that we've taken documents from the borrower to document their income, their assets, their liabilities. And it's a complete full spectrum credit underwrite. And it happens in just minutes because the underwrite tour is a machine and it can it can accomplish this in a heartbeat. So when I first started talking to you mm-hmm. a, long, a long time ago, a lot of podcasts ago, and I want to thank Candor for their sponsorship. I think that one of Candor's struggles was gaining more mainstream acceptance in the industry. And it seems you've been able to overcome a lot of those hurdles. Is that through 
client testimonials? Is that just because the the quality of the underwrites are are super solid? Where where have you really been able to kind of break down barriers in in uh, clients or prospective clients' minds? Well, well, both of those areas. Uh, in terms of client testimonials, we have been nominated for various awards and topics and discussions, whether it's by uh, an industry group that that wants to talk about the next step in automation and where the topic. And this occurs from people who are not candor employees or candor salespeople or candor investors. This is occurring as sort of organic demand from, from lenders who have experienced candor and want to share their successes. So in the industry is unusual in that regard in that potential competitors are sharing what helps make them better out of a sense of, uh, I think, greater good. So, so those kinds of organic events, and some of which are institutionalized by folks like the MBA, um, have found candor getting nominated for discussion or candor getting nominated to present on stage at the MBA technology conference, which just recently happened. And that kind of organic action is, is, is starting to favor candor quite a lot. And I think it's because the fact that we have some users who have experience so many benefits from the use of candor besides the productivity play where you can take this underwriter and move it to anywhere in the process so now they can start to revolutionize how they make a loan and this enables them to also revolutionize what they're offering to the market so something like a candor enables lenders to really rethink how they're competing and establish a new competitive frontier which they are doing with great enthusiasm and the willingness of these folks to adapt, given something that works, is truly amazing. And so some of the innovation that is candor is really occurring because of candor customers, which is terrific. That is great to hear. And right now in this environment we're in with rising mortgage rates, competing against all cash buyers is, is a big worry for borrowers, uh, especially as we're seeing refinance business kind of wane for <laughs> lenders out there. What other problems do you feel like candor has at the front of their mind in, in this current market that they're either helping to solve for or uh, or working towards solving for? Well, the problem we have in the front of mind has to do with uh, creating this revitalized capability across a number of platforms. Some of the platforms are lender-driven, and some of the platforms are relationships with POS vendors. So we're, we're using those kinds of things to bring this new capability to market because there is such demand for it. Well, you sound like you're very busy. Am I going to be seeing you on the road sometime soon? you have any conferences coming up where uh, you will be or Candor will be? Yeah, I will be at... Uh, Oh, there's a, there's a conference here in early May, and then there's the MBA secondary conference in mid-May that I'm, that I'm going to attend, and we'll be taking uh, <clears throat> Candor's foray into the secondary market there, and uh, we have a number of offerings there that are, instead of going forward in the process, we're going backwards towards the investor. Fantastic. Well, I will see you in New York City, and I look Thank forward you. to speaking again soon. Thank you. Looking at rates, sorry to sound like a broken record, but the sell-off in the bond market continued yesterday on concerns of an overly hawkish Fed. 
St. Louis Fed President Bullard said a 50 basis point hike was his base case scenario at the May FOMC meeting, but a 75 basis point hike was not off the table with the Fed having only raised rates once at this point. Fed officials opted for the more cautious 25 basis point move at the March meeting because of the uncertainty around Russia's invasion of Ukraine, but are now well behind the ball when it comes to fighting inflation. We also saw yesterday that driven by multi-unit activity, housing starts came in at a seasonally adjusted annual rate of $1.79 million in March, which was higher than expected. This is up 4% on a year-over-year basis, but despite the headline increase, starts for single-family homes and permits were down 1.7% month-over-month and 4.8% year-over-year. These figures reflect the challenges builders are facing with supply chain issues, rising costs for land and labor, and drops in home buyer confidence and affordability from rising mortgage rates. Today's economic calendar kicked off with mortgage applications from MBA, which continued to decrease. Applications were down 5% from one week earlier, and the refinance index came in 68% lower than the same week one year ago. Later this morning brings March existing home sales, a treasury auction of $16 billion of reopened 20-year bonds, and remarks from Chicago Fed President Evans, San Francisco Fed President Daly, and Atlanta Fed President Bostich, before the latest beige book is released. The desk will purchase up to $2.1 billion of 30-year 3.5% and 4% MBS. We begin the day with agency MBS prices better by 3 eighths and the tenure yielding 2.87 after closing yesterday at 2.91%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. So I saw an older man with a fishing rod outside my local bar fishing in a puddle. It was rainy and a little chilly, and he just looked so cold. So I said to him, come in for a drink and get warm. As we sipped our whiskeys, I was trying to think of something to say. I thought I would humor him a little. So I asked him, how many have you caught today? He replied, you're my fourth. (laughs) Thanks again to this week's podcast sponsor, Candor. AI that puts your underwriting on autopilot. Candor automates both tasks and intellect. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.